For four years, Facebook has faced scrutiny over its handling of the 2016 presidential election. So this time around, is the company faring any better? Recode reporter Shereen Ghaffari is with me here to discuss. Hey, Shereen. Hey. Facebook puts out this big announcement recently about all the things they're doing to keep the election safe. What actually are they doing? So Facebook is doing a couple of things in this move to try to limit election chaos, they say. And one of them, the biggest thing, is that they are going to stop any kind of new political ad in the week before the actual election. And the idea there is that this way, no candidates, no campaigns can put up some blatantly false, you know, smear campaign or whatever that could change people's minds in, in in a manipulated or untruthful way. They're also going to carve out some certain areas of lies about voting that they will actually take down. So they're going to kind of up some of their fact-checking efforts. But overall, Facebook still doesn't actually fact-check every statement the politicians make. Okay, so this one big thing is this ban on political ads a week before the election. Is that enough? So a lot of people say, no, it's not enough. While maybe it's a start to ban political ads for a week, you know, there's a lot of lies that get told in people's just normal posts, stuff that they're not paying for, but something like a, you know, presidential candidate's Facebook page. If they say a lie there and it's not an ad, Facebook still isn't really going to fact check that for the most part. As part of their announcements in, in this whole, we're, we're going to limit election chaos update, Facebook did say in some specific instances where the lies are really egregious and could be harmful, like if someone said, hey, if you show up to the polls, you're going to get COVID-19, then Facebook reserves the right to take that down or fact check it. But ultimately, that's going to be a small percentage of the kinds of misinformation that political candidates and their campaigns could be posting, Right. So, Shireen, this does not affect the ability of any politician to lie on the platform. It doesn't affect their ability to run ads up until a week before the election. And it's not actually impacting politicians' ability to micro-target and to really drill down on tiny groups of voters with ads built just for them. Is that fair? Yeah, that's absolutely right. So, Facebook has long said it doesn't fact-check ads And this new policy is not going to change that. It's just going to stop anyone from putting up a new ad in that week preceding the elections. And in terms of micro-targeting, which you mentioned, that ability for politicians to narrow down and say, I just want to reach voters with this certain demographic and cater my message to them. That's something they can also continue doing. And that is something that some key critics have been saying Facebook should stop because it allows politicians to kind of manipulate their message depending on who they're talking to. What about this voter information center I've heard about? That sounds pretty good. I mean, can you explain, is is that enough? I mean, it's definitely uh, a major initiative that Facebook is taking. They're trying to register, I believe it's 4 million new voters uh, through this voter registration hub and voter information center. What it is, essentially, you may have seen it. There's a notification for it on the top of people's Instagram feeds. Uh, There's also, it's just kind of at the top of your Facebook panel now on the left side of the screen when you log in. It links out people to tell them where they can register to vote. It links you out if you want to be a poll worker. You can find information about that there. And so the the whole idea with that is that Facebook's saying, hey, look, we're not going to be able to cash all the misinformation out there about voting. And, you know, obviously there's going to be people maybe spreading information that that is 
incorrect or misleading, but this this sort of helps equalize it or, or you know, we'll make up for it in a way because the best way to combat that kind of misinformation is to just get people to actually vote and inform them about voting. And that that's always been Facebook's philosophy, but that's a very contested one. And a lot of people say, no, you need to actually correct the record more more aggressively when people are saying things that are just wrong about voting. Right. It feels like the argument made by Facebook is, well, if we attach enough tags to certain posts, you can ignore that disinformation over there without necessarily doing anything to take it down or moderate it. Their, their argument is, well, we'll supply good information and therefore that's enough. Yeah. If you look at the actual tags that they've been putting up. So for example, you know, Trump has made many false or misleading claims about voting. Uh, a recent one was he seemed to be sort of encouraging people to potentially vote twice to make sure their vote is counted, which you know, voting twice is illegal. He's also called, you know, mail-in voting uh, rigged or that it will lead to mass fraud, which is totally unsupported. Uh, and in some of those cases, Facebook has just applied this generic label, which they put on any kind of major figures posts about voting, which says, visit the voting information center here and look for election resources and official updates. And so it's, you know, it's helpful if if you click on it and you learn more, more about voting, but a lot of people are saying it doesn't really change people's minds. You could very easily read that link to the voting information center and not realize that actually the text preceding it by President Trump or whoever is totally wrong. Right. So that's what's very much being debated right now. And employees have repeatedly brought this up in all hands meetings with with Mark Zuckerberg um, saying, hey, what are we going to do to mitigate the fact that our platform is being used to discourage people in a way from voting when they're misinformed? You mentioned Facebook's own employees. Obviously, some of them are upset. There are a lot of politicians who are upset. Regulators might be upset. Who do you think actually has the power to force Facebook to change its ways? Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I mean, he, the CEO of Facebook, he's the founder of Facebook. He's the only person that ultimately actually has the power to change anything, um, except for maybe the government if they were to regulate Facebook. But that's not something that can happen overnight. And there's no indication that it is going to happen between now and the elections. For all of President Trump's talk about alleged and unproven bias against conservatives on social media and, you know, Democratic politicians talk about the need to to regulate Facebook. Nothing has really happened that's ever significantly changed the way that Facebook moderates his content. Any changes that we're seeing are a direct result of Mark Zuckerberg's final decision-making here. So employees can certainly pressure him. He doesn't want to be running a company when everyone's upset with him. But all of that amounts to is essentially pressure. Are you skeptical that will really amount to anything in terms of changing Mark Zuckerberg's mind on these things? You know, Zuckerberg is someone who's been known to kind of dig in his heels and not reflexively change his course just because people are upset with him. But I do think that there are not enough smart, talented engineers in this world to go around really. And all the tech companies are constantly competing to get really creative thinkers. And if Facebook becomes this company where all its best and brightest are unhappy and feel like they're not contributing to society, then that puts Zuckerberg 
in a really bad position, right? So I do think that he does care about employee morale. He does care about making sure people who work for Facebook feel like they're contributing something to this world that's positive. So uh, it may not be as direct as employees complain, Mark Zuckerberg's going to change everything, but it does amount to something. I think it, it, you know, you can't say that it doesn't influence his leadership in any way. Shringafari, senior reporter here at Recode. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much. 